Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. So there's We're calling it the lower level. Okay. Give me a break. A basement is a basement. So you have a whole area, this big TV to hang out if you wanted to. Perfect. Besides everything else we have in the house, like this okay. could be your own separate right. area. Uh-huh. And this is another room. It's like putting me in the attic and calling it the penthouse. What happened to the, the how I'm going to be so happy I'm going to have the nicest room in the house. What happened to that? I said you'd have privacy. I'm always last on the totem pole when it comes to rooms when we go on vacations together. The lack of Ramona's consideration is just mind-blowing. <laughs> the old Luann is back. She's not happy about being in the lower level, or as she calls it, the basement. She's not. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad Luann impression, but she's not happy about being in there. And I don't know why, because I would like to be in that basement. She's away from everyone else. She's got her own TV room. She's got her own uh, entrance for guys to come in and out, but she's not happy about it. You guys, we're going to talk about The Real Housewives of New York. Welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino. I want to tell you off the bat, next week's schedule is going to be a little bit weird, but I will have, I believe, three episodes. I have a very exciting guest on the show on Monday, uh, and then later in the week, we'll have some other great guests. So there'll be a little bit of a different schedule. So if you're anticipating the normal recaps, there will be a recap, um, but just uh, subscribe to Everything Iconic on iTunes, Spotify, and you'll get the updates that way. But I wanted to let you know, we also have Real Housewives of Beverly Hills coming back next week, which I'm excited to watch, cautiously optimistic. Did you guys see on social media, Rinna was asking Bravo to change her tagline? So she has a tagline, the taglines were released, but she wants to change it to, when people ask me what my sign is, I say dollar. And so she posted on her Instagram story, like, let me change it. And that's never been done before. It's an unprecedented move if they do change it. But I don't know if they will. I don't. I feel like they won't do it, right? But I do love that updated tagline. I think it is better. Her current one is something about dancing like no one's watching or something like that, which is something I have on a magnet. And so I don't think I need something on a magnet to be one of the housewife taglines, right? Like, I like them to be a little bit off, a little bit different. Uh, her current one is just like, that's a little basic to me. So I like the sign, although that's something that could be on a magnet too. Ask me what my sign is. I say dollar. I know I've never heard that before, but I definitely did see. <laughs> I was recently actually. This is this is funny. I was recently when I was at my parents looking at my old yearbooks, and I swear there are at least like six girls in my high school graduating class that put "dance like no one's watching" as their senior quote. <laughs> so Rena's Rena's on par with the class of '04. Um, when it comes to taglines, but I would prefer if they update it. I would prefer if they update it. Now, what else do we got to talk about before we get into this episode? Bethany, you guys, Bethany talked a lot of shit about Roni. So Bethany, of course, is leading our country and doing so much wonderful work. She's providing masks and ventilators and all sorts of supplies for this COVID-19 crisis 
to people that need it. And it's amazing work with the Be Strong uh, organization. But uh, she did come out and say, like, people don't want to watch Roni anymore. Something like along those lines. Look it up. Uh, I'm not quoting it properly. But I was surprised that she talked shit. And I actually think we need Roni now more than ever. I think we need to take our minds off of everything that's going on. Because every time we turn on the television, we're inundated with sad news. It's all very overwhelming for everyone, I think. And uh, so I do think we need certain escapism. And reality TV is escapism. That's what I look at it as. I look at it as like an entertaining escape for an hour or however many hours we watch a week. So I think Roni is actually really helping us. Um, But I know we're all a little bit on the brim. We are all. My mom called me this week, and it was so sad to me because, for the most part, Linda Queen Icon Legend Linda Pellegrino has been keeping it together, but she called me really upset. She, it just sort of all the sadness, I think, kind of hit her at once, and and it just broke my heart. And I think the hardest thing about all of this, and I said this online, but I think not being able to hug the ones you love, and and I keep thinking about my family, and like I don't know when the next time I'm going to be able to see them is because they're in Ohio and. Who knows when we're going to get to travel again? And I hate that I can't just like hug my mother and that she's sad. And I don't know. I just hate all of this. I hate all this. And then seeing on TV people who are, are losing people. And did you guys see last week on Roni, actually, because we're talking about Real Housewives New York, one of the editors passed away from COVID 19. And it's just so sad. The longer this goes on, it just, we keep getting hit with more and more stories. And, and I think, we're all getting um, having personal connections to a lot of the stuff that's going on. So my, I don't know. My heart just breaks for everyone right now. It's sad. But going back to Bethany, she's doing so much with the Be Strong organization, and so I want to encourage everyone to donate. And I made a small donation. Unfortunately, I can't make a huge monetary donation, but I was trying to think of ways that I could help. And we had all these tour shirts made for the live shows for Everything Iconic. And we have this one T-shirt that says uh, the stuff about the bold ass woodpecker. Speaking of Linda Pellegrino. So I don't know, those of you who might remember that story about my mom's bold ass woodpecker, and she called me, she said, Dan, there's a bold ass wood, this woodpecker at my windows, bold ass woodpecker. It's just pecking away. It's driving me nuts, Dan. <laughs> then she sent my dad out to Windex the window to get rid of the woodpecker. Gary, go Windex the window. What's he doing? And then he came out, <laughs> then he went outside when I was on the phone with her and he was spraying the wrong spot. He's spraying the wrong spot. Gary, that's not the right spot. That's not, you're not going to do anything. You're just cleaning the window. And um, anyway, so my mom has this bold ass woodpecker at her house. So we made these shirts because a lot of people had sort of caught on to that story. Anyway, the long and short of it is we have all these shirts from the tour. And so we're going to sell them for 20 bucks online. And if you want one, we'll, we'll ship it anywhere in the U.S. Unfortunately, we can't ship out of the U.S. currently. Um, but if you buy one of the Bold Ass Woodpecker shirts for $20 at everythingiconic.store, all of the profits we make on that, 100% of the proceeds that we make on those shirts will go to the Be Strong. So just want to encourage you. It's not much, but um, if you want one of those shirts, everythingiconic.store, we will not make any money off of those. Those The funds that we make off of that will just go to Be Strong. So that's the that on that. Let's talk about this episode of The Real Houses in New York. So. You guys, I think Dorinda's the villain this season. I'm pretty sure of it. Obviously, she's not had the greatest two episodes. And she did this episode reveal that she's going through a lot. The the Berkshire's house is flooded. 15 grand it's going to cost her. She's on the brim. And I think she's going to get totally the villain at it. She already has the past two episodes. And I don't think she's going to come out of this season looking very good. 
I don't think well, she doesn't already look good, but she's the villain. We open with um, Sonia and Tinsley. They're at a rooftop party, and Sonia is sitting there, and she's like, "There's guys that will try to pick up, pick us up. Let's ignore them." And I just love Sonia's always thinking about Dick, and I just love it so much. She's only considered about dudes, and half the time she doesn't even give us any sort of drama or anything. She's just thinking about dudes in the scene, and I just love it so much. It makes me so happy. What is Brian Moylan, if you guys follow him on the Vulture recaps? He always calls her his favorite floozy, and it's true. She's just like the best floozy ever on television. Love it. But Tinsley confronts Sonia and says, you're jumping on the Dorinda bandwagon. And I don't know why Dorinda is obsessed with Tinsley. I know we saw last week her attacking Tinsley, and it just seems so weird. She doesn't seem to grasp the fact that Tinsley has money from other people. It's like she has a trust fund, and she also maybe gets money from this guy, Scott. It is what it is, but Dorinda doesn't seem to get that. And I don't know what it is. Dorinda wants Tinsley to be like deeper, but Tinsley's not that deep. Like I think what we have with Tinsley, what we see of Tinsley, that's what she is. I don't think there's some like hidden agenda with Tinsley. I don't think she has a lot else going on up inside her head. I think she's like a simple person. I don't mean that as an insult. I just mean she seems like a simple gal. She just wants to find a man, get married. She wants to settle down. But I don't think she's got like a Machiavellian or what's the term I'm looking for? I don't think she has like some secret things going on in her head or in her life. Maybe she doesn't, uh, maybe she's not with Scott when she, or she is with Scott when she says she's not. But I just don't think there's a lot of maliciousness with Tinsley. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. I just don't, I don't feel that with her. And look, Sonia even thinks that Tinsley's in an arrangement with Scott, and she she might be. She might be. He gives her shit, and maybe she hooks up with them. So be it. You know, we all, <laughs> in this climate, we all got to make a dollar somehow. So you know what? Good for you, Tins. Good for you. I'm happy. If she if that's what she wants to do, and if Scott's okay with it, and Tinsley's okay with it, then let him be. Who the fuck cares? Uh, anyway, Tinsley, as she's like going off at Sonia about like, don't take Dorinda's side, there's just like a waitress waiting there. And the waitress is finally like, okay, what do you want? <laughs> just had to step in, step in and step up and get the order. She had to get the drink order and Tinsley orders the Pinot Grigio. Then Aaliyah arrives and Leah's a badass. And I love this Leah. She says right away, she says, if Dorinda treated me the way she treated Tw- Tinsley, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't tell that bitch what I had for lunch, she says. This Leah is going to be a match for these women. And I did not expect it. I did not expect it. I heard she was good in the show, but I did not expect to like her this much. And did you see that Like Bethany was the one that brought her in? And then, I mean, it's sort of a weird introduction because she was friends with Bethany, I guess. And then that's how she got on the show. And now she's doing the show without Bethany. So it's weird. But I'm loving her on the show. Loving her. Um, also, it's revealed that Leah has a tram stamp. And this is so funny to me because no one seems to understand the idea or concept of a trans stamp. And Sonia Morgan, Sonia the Floozy, she is like so personally offended by a tramp stamp. And she's like, I won't fuck you now. And Leah's like, okay. <laughs> okay. I guess that's fine. Um, but it's so weird to me that Sonia, she says she won't have sex with men who have tattoos. And Leah even says like, you're not going to kick out a, a hot guy with tattoos out of your bed. But it's just so strange to me. She draws a line at a tattoo. I, now, I love a guy with the tattoos. I'll pretend I don't. You know, like I might play like when Matt has a bunch of tattoos. Like he has chest and arm tattoos. And uh, I always try to play it like, stop getting more. But then in my head secretly, I was like, no, keep getting more. You know, I'm really attracted to it. But I'll never let him know that. Matt would do the whole body if it was up to him. 
He would do like, have you ever seen those that, those guys that literally do the whole body? He would do that um, if I didn't stop him. But I like like I like an aggressive amount of tat work. I truly do. I honestly do. It is what it's who I am. Um, but I can't believe that Sony would just kick someone out. She went out right. Um, then we have this little scene of Dorinda getting ready. They're all going to be spending the weekend at Ramona's. Dorinda's packing with Len, her housekeeper, and this poor Len has to sit through the scene. And I wonder if Len or these other housekeepers, we saw Luann's housekeeper, Alice. I wonder if these women are getting paid for this. And I'm not talking about the pay for like cleaning these women's houses, but like, are they getting paid to be on camera with these women? Because I want Len, I want Alice, I want all of the housekeepers to be getting an on-camera credit. And I want them to see them on IMDb. I want Len to have her own page on IMDb. I feel like that's the least we could do for these people. We could get them a Wikipedia page. Let's get Len and Alice a Wikipedia page. If they're going to be on camera, if they're going to be on television, I want to see them verified on Twitter. I want to see them verified on Instagram. Because that's the least we could do for these women for having put on a scene where they're packing with their uh, their whoever they're housekeeping for. And so, uh, justice for Len, um, she just has to put up with Dorinda just picking up dresses and being like, well, how would my bazingas look in these? Like... <laughs> I think she said, I think Dorinda said Bazingas. Look at she, how is my Bazingas being nice? <laughs> I don't know what that impression was of Dorinda. It was like a 1920s flapper or something, but <laughs> how would my Bazingas look nice? <laughs> what is that impression I'm just doing? That's going to be my new Dorinda impression. <laughs> I may not, I may not always be right, but I'm never wrong. I don't know. That's not. That's not a good impression. Please just ignore that. <laughs> it really does sound like a 1920s. I wear headphones when I record this, and so I could hear myself in my ears, which is troubling enough, let alone when I do an impression like that. Um. Anyway, then we cut to Lou in the Hamptons. She meets with Ramona at the at dinner, and I love this duo. I love it when Ramona and Luann are together alone away from the group. It's my favorite duo on this show. It's just such a strange, bizarre pairing, and they've seemed to make a truce. They've been on the show for a hundred years already, and they seem to have made a truce with each other where they're not necessarily going after each other, but they clearly do not get along. And they also have nothing really in common other than the show. Like I think they are totally different people. They have a lot of similar qualities in the fact that they're crazy and maybe a little narcissistic or in their own world, I should say. But I love them both, and I just love when they're just together. Ramona walks in. So Luann's already sitting there. Ramona walks in, and a man hits on her. And first of all, she always walks at like a very glacial pace. Like Ramona is just in her own world. She's on her own set of rules and own time. And she just walks in in this glacial pace, and a man hits on her while the camera's rolling. And she just goes and gives him her number. Luann is just sitting there, and... I love it. Ramona's a flirt. She says, I'm a born flirt. If I stop flirting, then I'm dead. She'll flirt with women, men. I'm a born flirt. If I stop flirting, then I'm dead. Then um, Luann, she sits down and Luann's like, did you pick up a man? And you know Luann is just seething with jealousy. You know she's seething with jealousy that Ramona got picked up with a man. Um, And then Ramona says, uh, they talk about the man too, and they talk about his good manners. And Ramona says, good manners are very important. And I definitely agree. I think it's one of the sexiest things when someone has good manners. It's very important. And there's nothing more. I, I know we've talked about this before, but there's nothing worse than someone who has bad etiquette at a restaurant. 
like when someone's treating the waiter or the uh, hostess or anyone at uh, any one of those kind of establishments, when they're treating them poorly, there's nothing that's bigger turnoff with any sex or even friends. When you see a friend treat a, a server some way, ugh, don't like them. Um, anyway, they talk about men and Ramona reveals that she made a vision board, but she calls it a storyboard. She made a vision board for Dick and she calls it a storyboard. Luann says, uh, you got dick pics on that storyboard? Or she like makes a joke about dick pics in her confessional about having that on the vision board. And I would love to see this vision board. I encourage Ramona just post it on social media, put it on Instagram. We need to see it. I want to know what else is on there. We need to know. Luann says uh, she's sounding like a serial murderer and then laughs. Luann, every time she makes a joke, she just, <laughs> it's like not even a good joke. It's not even a joke. She just laugh. Although I do that too on this podcast. I, I say things and laugh at myself. It is what it is. Um, but Luann does it in the scenes, and I don't know. It's just ridiculous. And so Ramona says to Luann, look, you're going to get a separate room so you could bring dudes in. You'll have your own uh, doorway. You'll be separate from everyone. She says, I know you were not happy about the fish room last year, which she threw a fit about. That's the Luann I love to watch on TV. Like, the one who thinks she's, like, holier than thou and, like, better than everything. I wanted to ask you, how do I adjust the air conditioning downstairs? It's too cold. You can't. What do you mean, I can't? I don't know. It's just, it's too cold. It's like 70 degrees. It's too cold. Why can't you turn it off? And there's a blanket. No, I know, but I don't want to sleep with air conditioning. I just don't sleep with air conditioning. Okay, I'll figure it out. Unbelievable. I do think that's like genuinely her. I do think she has an entitlement that she thinks that she deserves the best room. And how dare anyone put her in another room or in the second to best room or anything other than like the best. How dare anyone not worship the ground she walks on. That's the real Lou. And so every time it comes out, she can't seem to hide it from the cameras. And I think there were seasons where she did maybe try to hide that from the cameras. But that's just who she is. And I love it. I love watching it, although it would be a nightmare to deal with that. It'd be a, a complete nightmare. Um, anyway, I just love these two together. They do cheers at the end. Luann says, cheers to being back to Lou. And she just cheers to being back to Lou. Everything's about her. She did two cheers this episode, Luann. And they were both about her. There was this one, and then later in the episode, when they were all together at dinner, Luann was talking about her sobriety and like toasting to herself. And it's like, we've moved, we've moved on. And I'm happy that Luann is through all the hardships with the court battle and the assaulting the police officer stuff. But I just don't need, think we need to keep cheersing to it. It's like, enough is enough. So then we get this little scene that felt like one of those interstitial scenes that they used to do on Bravo. Do you remember back in the day when Bravo, early seasons of Bravo, they would always go to about 45 minutes into the episode, and then they'd cut to commercial, then they'd come back and do like a 30-second scene and then cut back to commercial. There were like these little mini scenes that had nothing really to do with the whole episode. And I loved them. They were always very bizarre. And they don't do them anymore, but this felt like it. Where Tinsley was with her dog, Strawberry Shortcake, at her rented hotel that she rents to be on this show. I mean, you guys, let's be honest. There's no way that Tinsley lives in New York. <laughs> she just doesn't. She rents this hotel during filming. And we all just pretend and we're all accepting of it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Dorinda's right, though, that Tinsley just rents the hotel for the show. She does not live there. And I'm accepting of that. I'm fine with it. But anyway, she's with the dogs. And apparently, the dogs speak Chinese. 
And I just want to say something. Tinsley says she went to China, and that's how she got the dogs this past summer. But I actually think she went to summer camp because she was doing some very aggressive tie-dye work. Her whole outfit was tie-dye. And I believe it to be something that she tie-dyed herself. And I've been to enough summer camps and seen enough summer camp movies to know that you tie-dye at summer camp. That's what you do. You put on a talent show and you tie-dye. And so I believe that Tinsley this summer, she did not rent that hotel room. She went to a summer camp. Maybe she went to that summer camp of that new Bravo show where the adults go to summer camp. Maybe that's what happened. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Tinsley show up on that show when it comes on and then she does some tie-dyeing. I wouldn't be surprised to learn that this was a crossover event. But she was doing a lot of tie-dye work. And then uh, she reveals that the dogs don't speak English. And so she's trying to learn Chinese for the dog, which was shocking to me. This was shocking to me. And she kept saying to the dogs, like, good milk. I think she said that was what she said in Chinese. They translated it. (laughs) You know those editors were cracking up in the fucking edit bay when they had to look up the Chinese translation? Like, you know, they got out, like, their Siri, and they're like, hey, Siri, um, translate this to English. And they translated it and said, good milk. Oh, wait, my Siri's talking to me now. You can't even say that fucking word. Did you guys hear that? My robots are talking to me. You can't even say that word anymore without the robots talking back. They're going to take over. This, You know, this COVID-19 stuff makes me very uneasy about the robots. I'm whispering to you guys because they can hear me. They're listening. They're always listening. You can't say Siri or Alexa. You can't say it. You can't say those words because the robots are listening and they're going to they're gonna take over. Now's their chance. Now's their chance. And if they... If they all get together and realize that, we're done for. I mean, I don't mean to make light of it, but it's high time that these robots take over, and it's happening. And we all need to realize it's all happening. Sheena Shea's tattoo predicted it. Those robots. I'm in a silly mood, you guys. I'm in a silly mood today. I think it's Roni. You know, Roni puts me in a silly mood. A lot of people were saying that my Vanderpump Rules recap this week was very aggressive, and it was. It was very intense. I was very negative, and I didn't mean to me, but we're we're dealing with a lot, and that episode sucked. So I'm just so happy when I get to talk about Roni. It makes me just so happy. Okay, where were we? Oh, we were so t- Tinsley taught the dogs Chinese. Wait, <laughs> what a stupid show we're watching. <laughs> show. I love it. I love it. I love these women. Okay, so then we see Dorinda and Sonia leaving the city to go to the Hamptons, and Dorinda reveals that she brought flowers and she brought the vibrators. I brought the flowers and I brought the... Wait, what was my Dorinda impression before? I can't do it again. I lost it. But Dorinda brought the flowers and she brought the vibrators. She said she brought three vibrators, too, which I was confused. Were they for her? Did she bring some for other people? Like, what was the deal with those three vibrators? Why did she bring three? There's a bigger cast than three in this show. So what's the deal? What's the tea? Uh, then we see this little scene with Lou, with her housekeeper, Alice. And Lou says, can you believe I'm staying at Ramona's? And Alice just says, why? Alice, justice for Alice. Poor woman had to just sit in that scene with Luann, agreeing with everything she said. Although she did say, why? <laughs> her one line. Her one line, Alice, at least she got a line on camera. At least she got a line. Um, okay, then we cut to Ramona's. Let's see. Uh, oh, this is really good. So Ramona's cutting the food for Coco. Coco the dog's very old right now and apparently going deaf. And so Ramona has to shout at Coco. She's like, Coco, come get the carrots. Look alive, Coco. Coco can't hear. Coco can't hear. Coco, come get the carrot. She shouts at Coco. 
Coco. She shouts like a Dorinda's tagline. I may not always be right. <laughs> oh, I'm in a silly mood. Silly mood. Cooped up too long. Just cooped up too long. So then uh, Tinsley and Leah head over to the Hamptons. Tinsley lost her voice. And Leah reveals that she packed very quickly. She said, I had to just throw everything in the bag. I was just throwing it. And right off the bat, I got excited. I thought, uh-oh, this is going to be good. What the fuck is she going to be wearing this whole trip? Because she said she had to pack quickly. And then we see her hat, which was wild. What was that hat? It was like a see-through hat. What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that hat? Anyone know what the fuck that hat was? I know Ramona asked her later on the episode, then Sony even said, is that a sun visor or a hat? And no one knew. No one could make heads or tails of that hat. What was going on? It was see-through. It was a see-through cap, a bucket hat, which I didn't think we were wearing bucket hats. I thought those ended after Dawson's Creek ended. I thought when Katie Holmes stopped wearing them in Dawson's Creek, we stopped wearing them as a nation. But apparently, uh, Leah's bringing them back. She's single-handedly bringing it back to the forefront of our of our eyes. And maybe they're back. Again, I'm not a fashionista, so what the fuck do I know? But I was surprised by that hat. And then all I could think about was like, what else is she going to be wearing? I think we're in for some good stuff. I mean, all we saw this week was the crazy hat, but I think we're in for some good stuff. And so that's what I think we all need to keep a lookout for. So Dorinda arrives, and she's also got an interesting style. And I, I think it's very odd, Dorinda's style, but I, I really love it. Like, I, I, she was wearing that, like, white cardigan that was designer. And I, I don't, Dorinda's style is, very New York to me. And I mean that in a very good way. And I think she sort of figured it out. Like earlier seasons, I don't know if Dorinda had the best style, but now I'm like, I'm loving what Dorinda's wearing. And yet it all is very bizarre. And I don't think many people can pull off the things Dorinda's wearing. Anyway, she brings a Frosé machine. Ramona, it's Frosé. It's frozen Rosé. I love it. Ramona's so excited. She says, Dorinda always brings good gifts. And then they go outside. Sonia and Dorinda have some alcohol. Sonia says, my Cairo said only drink clear alcohol um, because the wine is poison. And then she says, pass the rosé. And I love her. I love Sonia. Sonia Rita. What would we do if Sonia got off the show? What would we do if any of these women got off the show? I don't think I could handle any four of our core four leaving. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't hate if Luann took a step back again and did like the friend of role. But I can't have any of those four women leaving the show. I, I couldn't do it. And without Bethany, doesn't it feel like the core four, they're like closer friends? And I do miss Bethany, but I do, I just feel that the core four are like actually real friends. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Meanwhile, also Sonia brought Marley and Marley needed a haircut. I hate to judge as we've all been quarantined. I need a haircut too. But Marley really needed a haircut. Has Marley been quarantined? What's going on with Marley? Like, why can't we cut his hair? Why can't we take him to the vet? Or, or not the vet, the, the groomer? Let's give him to Vanderpump Dogs. Like, what can we do? Maybe Vanderpump could send over a, a street team to get Marley a haircut because I felt bad for Marley and needed a cut. What is going on? Every time we see Marley, he's looking shaggier than the next. That's the shaggy dog. <laughs> Tim Allen wishes. <laughs> do you remember? Remember when Tim Allen played the shaggy dog? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? Tim Allen did some weird movies. Every script, uh, if I saw it and I was Tim Allen, I'd say, huh? But <laughs> But he said, just signed on and did them. <laughs> oh, guys, he did that one with the, what was that John Travolta one where they were wild hogs? Remember that? John Travolta, Tim Allen, and Martin Lawrence as street bikers. What the fuck was that? Were we all high? What was going on? Were we all high? That movie would never get made today. Wild hogs would not get through development. <laughs> Let me tell you what. They're only doing Marvel movies these days. They're not doing movies about three older men on motorcycles. That's just not happening. Or Tim Allen just turned into the dog when he played the Shaggy Dog. I know that was a remake. Shaggy Dog was a remake of a classic Disney film, but I don't know that we needed it. And I don't know what was going on. I, I applaud Tim Allen for getting that paycheck. He got that check and ran. But then he had to play a dog. What the fuck? What were we all thinking? <laughs> played the dog. Wild Hog was crazy. What the fuck was that? Okay, um, where were we? T- Tinsley and Leah arrive. Ramona gives Leah a tour of the place, and she's, I'm the type of host. You can go anywhere. You go in the fridge. You go in the rooms. Whatever. And I just love that. That's when she sends Lou to the lower level, <laughs> the basement, and Lou's an asshole about it. Um, Lou even says like the lack of Ramona's consideration is mind blowing, and I'm like Lou, the lack of you realizing you're an asshole is mind blowing. And then. Um, it's interesting to me that Lou makes Ramona seem nice. Like, Luann is such an asshole that when we see Ramona, we like are like, oh, she's being so mean to Ramona. And Ramona's like an asshole, too. I love them both. And please know that that's a term of endearment to me. But they're both assholes. Then um, there's all this talk about Leah's tattoo. So then the camera person does a close-up of Leah's tattoo. They do a close-up. So we know that like the tattoo is like a main focal point. And I said this before, but this season I don't think is going to have a ton of drama. But I'm fine if it's just drama about like tattoos and Lou in the basement. Like That's fine with me. That's enough to get me going. Enough to get me going. Then it's revealed that Dorinda, she's on the phone with her contractor and Bluestone flooded. 
She cries on the phone to the contractor. And I think we've all been there. This was the most uh, relatable Dorinda's been when she just cried on the phone to someone who's working at her house. I've cried on the phone to so many people, especially after this COVID-19 stuff. I've done it before. I'll do it after COVID-19, but I've certainly been doing a lot of it during COVID-19, where somebody calls and I just start crying. And it is what it is. That's where we're all at. But who hasn't answered the phone and it's like the bank checking your charges and you just start crying? like an overdraft call and you just start crying to chase bank who hasn't been there before i'm ordering so much stuff online you got to order the groceries online got to order all our goods online and so yeah the banks are calling and i'm crying they're telling me what's in my account and you know what i'm tears are shedding but that's where we're all at these days (laughs) that's where we're all at so i understood dorinda's pain but she says i'm not nice to anyone she tells sonia there's nothing carefree about me anymore i feel And the same anxiety, she says, I had when Richard passed. And she says, John is different. He's not helpful around the house. She says, I feel nerved up all the time. And I, when Dorinda says nerved up, I've said this before, it like brings a warmth to my soul because my grandma used to always say nerved up. When my grandma was going through anything, she'd always say, I'm so nerved up right now. Or she'd tell, she'd say, oh, your mom's all nerved up. Or she'd always say nerved up. And it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Um, but Dorinda's not feeling warm and fuzzy. She's on the brim and she's just losing to everyone who will listen or anyone in her path. Um, let's see. Then we see this scene between Leah and Ramona, which is another duo that I love. I need more of this duo, Leo and Leah and Ramona. And Ramona says, tell me about your hat. Is that a fashion statement or what? And she says, well, it's a bucket hat. And then Leah starts talking about how she was thrown out of the house at 17. Drugs and alcohol. And she tells this very intense story. Very intense story about her her youth, her growing up, her drugs and alcohol. And then Ramona's response in her confessional is, this girl's okay, but her hat isn't. <laughs> That's all Ramona was thinking about. You know, that whole time where Leah was talking about her past and how they she was kicked out of the house, you know, all Ramona was thinking about was like, well, what the fuck is that hat? That's all that was going through Ramona's head. Then, um, let's see, they all talk outside and they're talking about Leah's tattoo again. They're all outside Ramona's Hampton's house. And Ramona says she doesn't understand what a tram stamp is, but it doesn't sound nice. And Leah's just taking all this shit about her tram stamp. All this shit about a tram stamp. And I'm thinking, Luann has literally uh, been in blackface. Like, you guys have seen this other cast member in blackface, and you saw that she assaulted a police officer. And none of the women have been offended uh, by that. None of them seem to really care about any of those things. But Leah's got a tattoo on her lower back, and they're all acting like she's a fucking convict. And it's crazy to me. It's crazy. Anyway, they all decide to get ready to go out. Dorinda says she has to go take a nap. Um, She says she got to go take a nap right after she dissed Leah. And she said something about, like, bend over and we'll see your name or something along those lines. And it was really hostile. And I agree with Leah. She said this later on in the episode. It wasn't the words that she said. It was the way she said it. But we'll get there. Um, but so Luann and Dorinda, they go to take naps. Ramona's still outside because she still has guests. Tinsley and Leah are outside. And then Ramona just orders them to clean up. She just orders them. She sits down. She says, you know what? You're cleaning up. And that's what you do. That's a good hostess. I'm going to tell you what. That's how I learned to hostess from my mother. Linda would do that too. Linda would, she would get everything ready for the party. She would have everyone over. She'd do all the cooking. She'd do all the cleaning. And then uh, as the party was winding down, she'd let everyone help. That's what you do. You let everyone help clean up. That's a good hostess. She said, but Ramona, my mom would have helped out a little bit too. She would have, <laughs> she would have said, let's all do this together. Instead, Ramona just says, I'm going to sit here and not do anything. And that's why we love Ramona. 
That's why we love her. Um, and then the women all talk in the rooms. Leah's pissed about the Dorinda comment. And Leah says, like, I'm in a bad place, too. Like, I get that Dorinda's going through a hard time, but, like, I'm in a bad place, too. It doesn't give Dorinda carte blanche to say whatever the fuck she wants to me, Leah says. Then Ramona and Lou are ready to go out. They're both wearing the bell bottoms. Uh, Dorinda and Sonia talk in the room. Dorinda puts hair on Marley while they're talking. And at first they thought it was just Marley's, you know, lack of haircut. But it turns out that Dorinda put one of Sonia's wigs on Marley. And I love dressing up dogs. There's nothing better. Is there anything better than a dog in a costume? Nope. Nope. I've been Googling dogs lately. Of course, I know I told you guys we're thinking about getting a dog. I think we're going to wait until this whole COVID-19 disaster is over because we're having trouble getting in and out of our apartments, which is neither here nor there. But the point is, I have been Googling a lot of pictures of dogs. And it brings a lot of joy to me. And I love seeing dogs in costumes. So if you want, you don't have to, but if you want, I don't always get a chance to respond to every DM or whatever, but if you would like, and you have a dog, and you put him in a costume, feel free to text me, DM me, tweet me, whatever you got to do, because I like to see it. I might not respond, but trust me, I'll love it. I will love it, because I love looking at dogs in costumes or wigs. Ah, a dog in a wig. Nothing better. So then, let's see... Um. Dorinda is talking more about the tattoos. She said, when I was growing up, people with tattoos were going to kidnap you. And I thought, what? Why is everyone so offended by these tattoos? Do you guys... <laughs> I just am looking at my notes, and there was one thing I missed. Did you guys catch when Luann tells Tinsley to go rest her voice? And that was just a shocking quote to me, because we do know that Tinsley lost her voice. So this episode, she's a little hoarse. But Luann has the hoarsest voice of them all, even when it's not hoarse. And Luann says, you need to go rest your voice. And I thought, you know what? Tinsley really does need to rest that voice. If Luann is telling her to rest that voice, you need to rest your voice. If Luann is saying it, you really got to go rest it. So that was just something we missed. But then, um, Dorinda, they're all ready to go out to dinner. Dorinda just like goes up to Leah and she says, I thought it was funny. If you're mad, if you're, I thought it was funny. If you're mad, you know, she's like going after her. There's Tell a lot of hostility. It. No, there's not. Of course there I is. I thought it was funny. Didn't well, you? I missed it. When, All I said, when, 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 you, she said you have a tramp stamp on your back. So when people well, are f***ing you, they know oh, who you are. You know. That's what like, Sonia said. Like and little, I said. I, it's so, a little hostile. Okay, Sonia said. Okay, hey, darling. There's a hostility right now. It's just like a little. And Dorinda's already angry. She's so angry. And she says, I can't even pick you out of a lineup. What the fuck? accent am I doing now for Dorinda? I can't do a Dorinda impression. He got to work on it. But she says, I couldn't pick you out of a lineup, Leah. And it's just rude. And I I actually think that Dorinda's getting the Caroline Manzo season four edit. Do you remember that season of The Real Houses of New Jersey when Caroline just seems so angry at everything and everyone? That seems to be the edit that Dorinda's getting. And I'm not saying it's not true. Like Dorinda does seem to hold on to a lot of anger. And obviously some of it's justified. She was telling us earlier in the episode how the house is flooded and she's losing it. But she's definitely getting that Caroline Manzo edit. So then they all go out to dinner. Ramona sees a bunch of friends on the way in and she just says hello and all the women are getting mad. And I don't really know why they're getting mad. They do seem to get upset that Ramona has other friends outside this group. And I think Ramona treats this as a job. I do think she's genuinely friends with these people. But I think she does the job for the show, and then she has all of these other friends, which she brags about all the time. She's like, I have 60 women at my parties. She's always saying she's got 60 women coming to her events. I feel like I heard her say, I've got 60 women coming to my events 100 times. 
But she's just got a lot of other friends, and the women don't seem to take kindly to that. Uh, Sonia says she acts like she's in Los Angeles, but she's not. She's in NYC. And they eventually all sit down. Sonia flashes the waiter because he's cute. She, <laughs> she, he was a cute waiter. He was a cute waiter. And you know, that's all Sonia was thinking about. It was like, oh, look at this cute waiter. I want to bring him back to the apartment. And you know, Luann was also thinking, like, I'm going to sneak him into the back door. She got the back door. She got, she's going to sneak him into that basement door. And I bet you in that moment, Luann was thinking, I'm glad Ramona put me in the basement because I got that separate door. I feel like she was happy. Then Luann makes that toast about herself. She says, it's like a volcano erupted and all the ashes came out. I can't. <laughs> she says, I didn't realize ashes and dust came on you and you didn't know how to act. And it was just this big volcano metaphor. And I didn't really understand the whole thing. I, she said something about ashes coming on everyone. I'm not sure. I know Luann's a smoker. Was she talking about ashes? Uh, she's flinging ashes on uh, the girls. Remember, she flung the ashes on Jules in that Berkshires episode when she was smoking and Jules was trying to tell her about her dad dying. And then Luann was just like, I can't believe that Bethany called me a whore. Remember that? Was that what she was referring to? I'm not sure. But uh, she did say something about ashes in a volcano erupting. I don't know. I don't know. And Ramona, they all call her out for, for saying hello to all the friends. And then Ramona says, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm just too social. And I love that she wants to be social. She loves it. She loves being social. Dorinda, meanwhile, is starting to get drunk, and I only know that because I saw food on her face. And I can tell every time Dorinda's at a dinner and she starts to get food on her face, that's when she's going to start doing the, the, you know, the inaudible slurring. And I was really excited for it. Unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of slurring, but maybe it'll come next week. Maybe it'll come next week, but I'm very excited about it. Um, and then they talk more about this tattoo. Sonia says, I don't need a tramp stamp to be a tramp, which is uh, something I want on a pillow. Speaking of magnets with inspirational quotes on it, I would like that on a magnet. I don't need a tramp stamp to be a tramp. That's a quote. There's your quote. There's your tagline. Um, but let's see. Sonia then tells Ramona to scope the room for Dick, and then Ramona just goes and she looks for dudes. And I appreciate that. She's just looking for Dick. She fluffs the hair and puts out the tits, and good for her. Good for her. Sonia's just Sonia's sending her out for some men, and then hopefully they'll all bring someone home. I wonder if they brought guys home that night. I feel like they did. I feel like they did. Um, but Ramona just walks like uh, jaws in the water, like she's walk, walking like a shark, and I love it. And that's the episode. Next week, we see Leah drinking, and Sonia says, and I quote in the preview, she says, I don't shave my pussy. And so that's the episode. What a good time. What a good time. Not much drama. There was a little drama, but I don't even care. I enjoy I enjoy spending time with these women. I just enjoy it. So thank you all for listening. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash everything iconic. And uh, if you donate $4 more, you get the bonus episodes. I'm doing one a month, although last month I did a couple trying to do extra content for you guys. And what else? Uh, Cameo.com slash Danny Pellegrino. I hope I'm not forgetting anything. The the t-shirts, if you want one of the tour t-shirts that the proceeds will be going to be strong, go to everythingiconic.store. We also have a lot of other t-shirts there. We have Wow About the New Wow shirts and wine glasses and all sorts of stuff. So, um, But just the the bold-ass woodpecker shirts are going to be the ones that the charity. And donate to Be Strong. If you don't want to do the shirts, just donate directly to Be Strong. That's great, too. 
That's great too. So let's do our little cool down and let's relax a little bit. We all need to take some deep breaths in. Want to remind you that next Monday there'll be an episode with a very exciting guest that I can't wait for. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. So that's Monday. And then later in the week, we'll have other great guests, which I'm not going to spoil, but they are very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, Oh, and YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino one. The number one. YouTube.com slash Danny Pellegrino one and subscribe. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe. And I'm going to try to post more content on there. I have the whole Shangela interview. You guys can watch it. We had such a good chat. It was like so. I thought it was so uplifting and fun to chat with Shangela from Drag Race. So you can watch the chat there. Uh, And then I'm going to try to post more videos up there. Danny Pellegrino one on YouTube. Okay, I feel I feel gross doing all that promo. Let's take a deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. Let's take another deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. Let's take one more deep breath in. Just hold it. Think of something you're grateful for today and breathe out. I love you all so much for listening. Uh, Please stay safe, stay healthy, stay as happy and sane as possible, and reach out to a friend. I'm sending all of you love. I know we're in a rough time right now, but sending all of you love, particularly all of you who are working and on the front lines of this. Thank you. And for everyone who has been able to support companies like Be Strong and and other charities who are doing such wonderful work right now. Thank you. Uh, I love you all for listening. Bye-bye. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.